0: Anyway, anyway. Now, Welcome to this podcast called Mike's Daily Podcast Here at Cafe Anyway Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley to in the last place on earth Mike's Daily Podcast It's FF episode 2622 Mike, where were you The past couple days Well, that's pretty Really nosy of you I was doing things Like... Cleaning up the backyard because summer's almost here, and I don't want it to be too hard to get things all cleaned up for when, when people come over. <laughs> when people come over. Mike's Daily Podcast. People never come over. That's just how it is at Mike's Daily Podcast House. And this is Mike's, the name of the podcast. Daily i was done saying podcast. The name of it. Oh wait. Yeah. Oh. Listen, you got the special remix of the Mike's Daily Podcast song Where I add little bells and stuff That's Mike's Daily Podcast Well I was up in the Hayward Hills yesterday In a place called Park, Ukraine And there's a father Father a uh, father Agape Something like that Horachencho Doing this all from memory And his wife Albina They lived up there in the late 1800s, early 1900s, early 20th century. And they were uh, living up there. He was from the Ukraine. He was from Ukraine and he was, he was, well, basically kicked out of Russia, Tsarist Russia, and he moved to the Hayward Hills. And of course there was really nothing here back then. I mean, you had San Francisco, He started one of the first Ukraine language, Russian language newspapers in California. There's a big plaque all about it on this beautiful, like, obelisk, this pile of rocks. No, an obelisk would be one rock, wouldn't it? Or is it an asterisk? And here's today's podcast picture today is from that very trip I took yesterday in the Hayward Hills. See it at Mike's Daily Podcast.com. And they are buried up there. Not asterisks and obelux. No, the wife and husband are buried up there. They died over a year, over a hundred years ago. And there's a tree that's next to them that's now huge, several stories tall. In fact, I went there with the late great Basil the Boxer, probably Five years ago Yeah Maybe six We He was off leash Ran around And there were cows There's often cows up there No cows yesterday But there was a young cow And Basil ran up to it And then the cow chased Basil And then Basil chased the cow And it looked like They were two dogs Having a good time Little doggies Having a little run Back and forth And suddenly It looked like the mom cow Ran up to Basil And went Moo Right in his face And he freaked out Turned around and ran Back to me But It was my lovely lady friend and I Up there Taking a beautiful walk Asterix and obelix by the way I mentioned that A lot of you don't know what that is Because I went to Germany as a child My Oma My mom's mom Bought me a comic book And she didn't speak any English But she said to my mom You know Michael's going to really like this Because he likes comics He likes comic Cartoons He's going to enjoy this And what it is Is It's the story of A Gaul A village of Gauls Basically early I believe these were the Belgian What became the Belgium people Or French people Something like that In that part of Europe And The Romans have conquered all of Europe except for some little spots there Where The people that were there before the Romans Keep kicking the Romans out And the Gauls are very feisty And they have this super magic potion That makes them strong And they can fight the, Ro- the Romans off I keep wanting to say Russians But they fight the Romans off And it's a comic that looks like Something Walt Disney would do Very That kind of animation That kind of drawing uh, that when they were doing the 2D drawing for those decades and decades before CGI came along, and they finally made a live. So this book, this this series of books has last has been around. I know at least in the 80s or the 70s. That's right. Probably when I got my first book, comic book. But yes, they've been around a long time, and they made a live action version of. Asterix and Obelix, and Asterix is this kind of a, in the comic book he's this scrawny little guy, and Obelix is this big guy. And Gerard Depardieu plays Obelix, and they basically, they, uh, Obelix fell into a vat of magic potion as a child, so now he's always strong. But Asterix and all the rest of the villagers have to drink the magic potion in order to make them super strong. So there was a live action version of this cartoon and I didn't know it existed and I found it on Amazon Prime last night and I watched a little bit of it and it's goofy and it's, you gotta read subtitles. It's all I believe, I think it's in French. It it was interesting. I was revisiting my childhood seeing that. So that is what that was about. Up until a few years ago, I used to draw a lot of the characters you hear at Cafe Anyway. When we go outside, we usually run into some characters. And I, I've basically animated, or not animated them, but I've drawn them and made them podcast pictures where it's a little cartoon, a little comic where I'm talking to them. And I stopped doing that a couple of years ago because it was a lot of work And nobody ever commented either way on them. Nobody seemed to read them, so I just gave up. And now I just do the podcast pictures, the actual photos. But you can actually see what I drew in the photos at the bottom of the page. If you go to mikesdailypodcast.com, you can see a bunch of podcast pictures. And and it's like a, a gallery. And so you can see those uh, if you want to see what some of the characters look like That you hear at the end of Mike's Daily Podcast But I missed you I missed you, the podcast listener I don't know You may be a super nice, wonderful person You may have killed people I don't know But I missed you listening to the podcast Or um, I missed doing a podcast for you You may have still been listening to the podcast There's a whole bunch of them There's 2,622 So lots to... Go back and listen to So there was a bad day To be In the digital security world Um, Coinbase got sued Last week Over exchange And staking programs As we go outside A cafe anyway Where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley The last place on earth To me The whole Coinbase World doesn't appeal to me at the moment, but yes, the sec sued them and sued Binance as well. Investors pulled $790 million from the uh, crypto exchange Binance, and then also last week in the world of finance, PGA Tour agreed to merge with the Saudi crown prince backed rival. L.I.V. Golf The deal would end All pending litigation And Popeyes The chicken place Expanded its popular Chicken sandwich lineup With a new Blackened chicken option Mmm Well I got all that from Rob Black I produce his podcast Rob Black and Your Money You know Fourth of July Is less than a month away and top travel executives are wasting no time Predicting a strong 4th of July holiday weekend And the end of 2023 From now to the end Should be just huge with traveling Yesterday, the traffic was so bad In the East Bay Basically from Castro Valley South And that was because they shut down 680 They had to do some work on it That goes back to all the water All the rain All the storms we had this year It caused a lot of erosion And 680 is just a huge highway So many cars travel through it And when you take that out You put all this stress on all the other highways And there's really one There's 880 So suddenly 880 absorbs all of the traffic And because it can't handle all the traffic People take side roads So all those roads were backed up it was nuts Going In fact I did not want To go to the Hayward Hills yesterday I wanted to go to the Bay But there was just no way To get to the Bay Because that meant Getting in the traffic jam Of all the people Trying to use What was 680 But they had to detour So I got into All that detour traffic But yes It seems like A lot more people Are on the roads anyway We're back To pre-pandemic levels With another solid jobs report In the books Consumers continue to spend Briskly On travel services Revenue Per available room Is up 10% If you want to Stay somewhere overnight I'm looking into that right now And Anywhere Because I'm going to take A whole week off in July Anywhere I look It looks It's just ridiculous The prices I'm thinking of not even Going anywhere I'm thinking of doing A staycation but part of me really needs to just get out. I'd really like to get out of California for a couple days. Forward bookings through the end of the year, and and that is definitely the whole sentiment of getting the heck out of California. Everybody's feeling it in California. Everybody wants to get out, everybody. And it's ridiculous because if we just stopped for a second, took a deep breath, closed our eyes, then open them again and realize we're in California, one of the most beautiful states. I I left this state for two years. And as soon as I left, except for the fact that I left, right after I left, huge uh, fires hit the Southern California area. And I thought to myself, oh, I'm glad I missed that. But then I really wanted to get back to California. Actually, the place that I lived in in Southern California, in Ventura, it burned to the ground. Not during those fires, but about a decade later. And I wasn't living down there anymore. I was up in the Bay Area. But it is a beautiful state. I'm looking around outside a cafe anyway in PodCastro Valleyton. And yes, the hills are back to their brown. Their summertime brown. Their golden brown even though we had all that rain, they just finally turned brown. There's still actually some green blotches here and there, but... It's such a beautiful state. And we just... Historically, we get really liberal here. Now, we did have Ronald Reagan as our governor. We did have Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was a Republican pres- uh, governor. So, we have gone... We have been Republican before. But we are very liberal now. It all pretty much started with Jerry Brown because he seceded uh, Arnold. And ever since then, we've been pretty left leaning. And now the rest of the country really watches us and sees every mistake we make. And taxes are too high here. And the the cost of everything is too high here. So. Don't know exactly if that is a liberal thing, if that's what caused it. Whatever. It just seems like we need to end that. Maybe, I don't know, more, a more diverse legislature would help with that. But back to traveling, revenue is up for staying in hotels. And forward bookings through the end of the year look particularly strong for Marriott and Hilton. They're looking really good. Americans are overlooking higher prices for hotels and flying. Uh, Flights. The searches for flights has gone up 25% overall this month. And they're looking for flights through August. Up 25% from last year. Interest is up triple digits for more expensive trips to international destinations across Europe and Asia. American Airlines last week lifted its outlook, citing continued strong demand and lower fuel costs. What is shaping up to be a good July 4th holiday travel period comes with knowledge that the economy is cooling quickly into the back half of the year. And the other big piece of news last week was that Apple introduced its new virtual reality headset. It was called a Watershed Moment, the mixed reality headset debut. It's the Vision Pro headset. That was during their annual WWDC event on Monday. I missed that. Apple's move is a validation for the industry and companies like Meta and HTC that also were looking into virtual reality stuff. Apple says the Vision Pro will allow users to see apps in spatial reality, similar to the jump from desktop to mobile. With the headset, users can watch movies, view their own pictures or videos, And play video games Which is probably what they're going to be using the most for It can also be used for work through video conferencing apps Such as Microsoft Tools and Adobe Lightroom And they will be available starting at basically $3,500 Beginning early next year MTV News You hear it So that is coming up First I heard somebody describing A.I. in a way that I thought was fascinating that it basically you know all this talk about oh it's going to take over the world oh it's just it's going to uh, uh, take all our jobs and all of that that's sort of getting way ahead of the whole thing because A.I. It's only as smart as the amount of information that's been fed into it. Danger, Will Robinson, danger. This is interesting. Wow, this is interesting. Well, if you do a search in the AI world, you will get the same search as somebody else. If you search for the the same thing, they're finding out the same thing. So if you're telling it to write a book about someone named Daisy, pulled that out of my head, then it will write the same exact thing as what the other person asking it. Now, if you ask some throw some other parameters in there that the other person didn't do, then you'll get something different. I found that out when I was having it write a country song and I just slightly changed the verbiage of my question. And the next time it wrote the song, it was completely different. But it does require, and I've, I I don't know exactly the point I'm making. It's just that it is, it is reliant on us in the end. So I guess what people are really afraid of is it, it getting away from us, it doing other things, it taking a next step. But it's really only as smart as what we put into it. And because it is using the internet And pulling a lot of information from the internet There's a lot of misinformation So we as humans need to be as smart as the AI And smarter And just realize ah, It may be giving me the wrong information Don't accept everything as gospel truth It could be something completely off our misinformation detectors have need to, they need to be stronger, much, much stronger. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Look who is out here with me as we are enjoying this beautiful, uh, outside air and breathing in all this wonderful, uh, for once we don't have the smoke, another part of the country has the smoke and is choking from the, all the smoke from fires. We've had so many years of bad wildfires just choking us. Oh, it's terrible. If you're in that area and you're getting the fire smoke, I sympathize with you, but it's nice not to have it here for a change. Look who's here. Hi Mark, it's Benito the rodeo queen. How ya doing? That's a disgruntled player tell you what. What? Yeah, we got the horse nearly here and we're having a good time outside a cafe anyway, even though we're in California, and it's really expensive, tell you what. What? I watched beef. Oh, beef. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be all about beef burgers, beef tri-tip, but no, it was about some angry people. Road rage. Yeah, it was about road rage, and about how, well, things can get out of hand. But it's also a comedy And it's a dark comedy What I didn't like about it As I may throw one spoiler out here About halfway through You're watching 10 episodes Somewhere uh, About episode 5 or 6 They suddenly jump 8 8 months ahead So you've suddenly lost 8 months Just out of the blue And I don't know as far as TV series go If that's the smartest thing to do To just jump ahead like that It shows that the writers were running out of stuff And they needed to shake it all up Do something different And there was also The ending is so bizarre If you go on YouTube and ask it You know type in What does the ending to beef mean There's all these videos about it And it can get pretty interesting, what people have to say, it gets very psychological, there's all kinds of strange artsy undertones, but when you just have the director sitting there, there's one of the videos is the director and the two main characters talking, and it's like, well, we just, this is what we came up with, we needed something and this is what we did. And it was, <laughs> it was like, we had to finish it. This was what we had to do. So, I don't know. If you really enjoyed the ending, let me know. Let me know what you think the ending is all about. Five one zero two two eight four six four zero. 4640 But really the best explanation is given by the director himself, who explains what they were trying to get at. It was, there were parts of that show that were pretty groundbreaking. Just in the way of character development and getting away from the same thing we've seen over and over and over again, on TV shows, in movies. It did try something different, and I applauded for that. Look who else is here. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. I have right now. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow, it's good. What's in that? Peppermint. I knew it. It's always peppermint. Why is there peppermint in root beer? I don't get it. It's bizarre. Put those two together Oh and I found out Is it Is her name Ali Wong Who's in Beef She Was an intern At Mother Jones The local media outlet In I think it's In Marin I found I did not know She worked there She's got an interesting background Did not like The thing she did For Amazon Prime Called Paper Girls Thought that went Nowhere it was supposed to be the sci-fi time travel thing, and she dies about halfway through it. Oops! Did I say that out loud? Yeah. Which makes no sense. I don't know why. But and and they set it up for a sequel, a second season. I don't know if they're working on that, but. Yeah, drink it right now, kill you. Oh, I just did, didn't you see? Don't run, paper guys, buddy. All right, paper man. Okay. Oh, boy. Thank you, Brewmaster. It is time now for this little bit of a segment that we call, Let's Go Back with Matthews. Let's Let's go go back back with Matthews. Matthews. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled program with Mike Matthews. Because it's my podcast, and also because I want to show you what radio used to be like. Radio used to be fun. Nowadays, radio is all about saving money There's talk of putting AI DJs into radio. So these, basically there's a, I don't know how it works. This is, I don't think this is something you could do with your regular chat GBT that you can access through Bing or whatever Microsoft, I think Edge also has it. Anything Microsoft has basically search stuff, which would be Edge and Bing. Or Edge uses Bing, I don't know, it's confusing. They do not simplify this much. And then Google's got barred. I haven't tried that yet. But no, this is some kind of AI that you pay for. And it, it's a voice that sounds kind of real. If you listen to it, like if this was somebody that was on every single day, and by somebody I mean something, this AI, after a while, I think our perceptive brains would be able to figure out ah, that's not a real person. But this is the direction that radio is going. And it has been on this trajectory for decades. Always it's about the bottom line. Always it's about saving money, making money. Always it's about the talent that's on the air getting basically the short end of the stick. They don't really nourish talent. They don't really Unless you're, you're making the, the talent has to make the bucks And if they don't make the bucks for the radio They're gone So Unless there's something else they can contribute And I understand that Any business If you're an employee And you don't bring anything to the table They will let you go But It also means That And, and since there are less and less people Wanting to get into radio As I have found in my profession, in my day-to-day duties, I think uh, this is going to be probably now, I don't know how much this is going to cost a radio station to get this AI, but my point is once upon a time we had fun and I got paid to have fun on the radio and try and bring fun to the listener. And engage the listeners and bring the listeners into the show. And one of the ways they did this, and my boss was really good, Mark, he really pushed me in that direction and being community oriented, live and local, and all that. Live and local. Thank everyone for joining us here on this show. This is great. And one thing my boss did was get me out there in the public, especially during the fair, because we were a country station. And a lot of country performers play at fairs. And I think Leanne Rimes was playing at this particular fair. This was, oh, exactly 20 years ago. This was June of 2003. Yep. And the guy who ran the board. So I'm there live in the booth. We had a little booth and we were kind of near the concert venue at the fairgrounds. And people are coming by And they're getting signed up We got a contest that they can enter to win A guitar that was signed by Vince Gill or Garth Brooks or somebody And we get, we were giving away Like a hot tub maybe Or something else And I'm there meeting people And some people putting them on the air We had no delay So I had to be careful That nobody said any bad language Because there was no way to dump it out Live on the air And yeah, it was a great way to be, to meet people, to do the whole thing that I was excited about radio when I first got into it. That is what is exciting about radio versus podcasting. You're hearing me probably days, at least hours after I've recorded this. You might be hearing this years after I recorded this. But it was, it was a fun time. The guy who was in the studio running the board and making sure that, you know, the music was playing and that I was properly mixed. Actually, he didn't do the best job doing that. But making sure, that, like, the music wasn't too loud and drowning me out and all of that uh, was a guy named Alan J And sadly, Alan passed away just a few years after this was recorded. It was... I never got a full answer on what exactly he passed away from. I do know he got married. Uh, He married a lady who had a young son. And I thought everything was fine with them, but he had some health issue. I don't know what it was, but he, he got married and then he moved out of Ventura County. I think he moved out of California. And something happened and he passed away and it's very mysterious. Someday I'll have to do some investigating on that. But he was a really nice guy and he ran the board for me, as they say. He pressed all the buttons to make sure that this that the show could be done. I, I couldn't have done the show without him at this uh, little event that I was at at the county fairgrounds. So here is a little bit of that. Oh, wow. He really drowned me out. <laughs> uh, Alan, you just got to bring the, the the music down, buddy. That's all you got to do. Make sure that otherwise I can't be heard on the air. Oh, well. Now, I recorded this. I had a cassette uh, record me at the at the fairgrounds. What I did was I had a cassette player hooked up to a timer. And I knew I was gonna be on the air at about 10 o'clock at night. And so I just had it automatically start recording me and recording this show. I've been doing this thing lately where I'm taking these cassettes that I find. I'm going through boxes and boxes and I'm trying to record it digitally, which requires a cassette player that you can plug into your computer through some kind of USB connection. Uh, interface and I've been doing that and trying to keep these archive these in some way so that they'll last because these cassettes aren't going to last and I'm thankful that they at least it last long enough for me to record off them and then eventually they'll deteriorate and disappear but hopefully I'll be able to keep keep this digital copy of it forever so a little bit more hopefully he worked out the volume level and Otherwise, nobody would have been able to hear me. Jimmy Buffett. It's five o'clock right here. It's five o'clock. That's way, everybody. Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. All right, let's see. We have. Everybody's giving shout outs to all their places that they're from. Let's hear it for Spanish Hills. Okay. Let's all play a round of golf. What do you say? Let's go. All right. Okay, let's go over to this side, the quieter side of the booth. (laughs) How are you guys doing? We're doing great. This guy has a a how to avoid getting a job shirt. Claim disability, win the lottery, get a rich girlfriend. Okay, are you a musician, sir? No. Wow. I'll stop it there. Because apparently Alan did not want me hurt on the air. He wanted that wonderful little music bed. I think that was Bela Fleck. I can't play too much of that. Cause otherwise I'll get dinged and YouTube will take it down. So, all right, Alan, thank you for drowning me out on the air, and uh, hope um, you're having fun. Right after the-, in the same and the big radio station in the sky. All right, here is something a little bit more in studio, where I was able to control the volume. On the music, so I wasn't drowning myself. Out. to get in this. Shut up, Anthony Edwards. Jodie Messina. Now, that's what my boss tells me every day. Same suit. I'm with a- I'm here in the parking lot right now. Okay. I was movie. We'll go with that. I think Valentino. Jodie Messina's about it. new one, Winona, coming up too. And you and I are going outside to the parking lot of the K.H. Santa Fe Cafe to see how the parking situation is with Valentino, the parking attendant. Oh, are Matt, I don't know if you knew this or not, they, but I am big friends with Anthony Daniels Day. All right. Anthony Daniels plays C-3PO in all the Star Wars movies, Day. No. Yeah. And that movie, it's debuting in like uh, less than two hours, less than an hour and a half. That's right. In fact, I have him here in the parking lot right now. Okay. <laughs> Anthony, wow, it's great to have you here. It it amazes me how you've been playing the same part over and over again. But I had to lose about 10 pounds to get in this one, I tell you. It's Uh the same suit as I had 25 years ago. Same suit, and were they going to change it? No, Rick McCollum, the producer, said, you can lose weight. Uh Oh, yeah, that's what my boss tells me every day. About 10 pounds to get in this Shut up, Anthony Edwards Jody Messina Dare to dream I mean, Anthony Daniels C-3PO Lose weight Okay, I will Alan Jackson before Jody Messina Nona is on the way next, and a chance for you to win Merle Haggard tickets. He's going to be playing at the Ventura Theater tomorrow night. It's Can You Talk Like a Robot Night, and we are spilling our personal problems to our wonderful bartender right now at the K.A. Santa Fe Cafe. It's so nice to see you. You smell like muffins. Mm. Matt, are you all excited about the Star Wars movie opening up tonight? I can barely contain my excitement. Anthony Edwards says hi. But I had to lose about 10 pounds. To- oh, yeah, he nice. Yeah. Hello? But he had to lose about 10 pounds to get into the outfit. Okay. Merle Haggard tickets. Let's give them away right now. Caller 20, 650-K-H-A-Y. He's playing at the Ventura Theater tomorrow night. 100.7-K-H-A-Y welcomes Merle. He's going to be starting a show tomorrow night at 8. Be caller 20, 650-K-H-Y. You'll win two tickets to the show. Call now. Caller 20 wins. 650-K-J-Y. Good luck from Ventura's number one for fun, K-H. See the board Aww, Merle Haggard's gone. So that was, I was able to figure out from what I was talking about. That particular thing we just heard happened May 16th in 2002, over 21 years ago. Wow. There we go. That's what happened on K-H and the Santa Fe Cafe that I would do uh, weeknights. I did it for 11 years and had a lot of characters, as you could tell. Valentino, the parking attendant, and the bartender, I'm not sure who that was. I think that was a South Park character. I'm not sure. But that's, that's what we used to do on the radio, some crazy stuff like that. And somebody called in and won those tickets, and I'm sure they had a good time seeing the late Merle Haggard. What do you think about some of this stuff we covered today on the podcast? You can call me 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, it's A-Frank. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.